I'm gonna stand guard like a postcard of a golden retriever. And never leave till I leave you with a sweet dream in your head. I'm gonna watch you shine, gonna watch you grow, gonna paint the sign so you'll always know. As long as one and one is two, there could never be a father love his daughter more than I love. You're listening to the Joe Mays and Jay Raff Show giving you weekly sports analysis, opinions, and discussion. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Jay Raff. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the 178th episode of the Joe Mays and Jay Raff Show. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, alongside of me, co-host Jay Raff. Yeah, uh, you know, it's good to be back. It, it's kind of crazy when we sat down and looked at the schedule um, kind of thinking about uh, where we were and, you know, kind of the dates that are going to work for us from here on out, um, you know, through the summer. Uh, when we started mapping it out, kind of crazy where we found ourselves uh, in that map. And uh, But exciting uh, to kind of get started on the next topic because, to be honest, um, baseball really doesn't need a whole lot of time on the show right now. Uh, yeah, no, um, we're not going to talk baseball, I think, pretty much at all the rest of the summer, unless something pops up, uh, Phillies or non-Phillies related. But uh, I feel like we'll probably have to address trades at some point. But. Probably, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the way the schedule works out, you know, we had talked about, we kind of said last week that we were going to limit the scope of the show for the you know, next few months, just uh, there's a lot going on in both of our lives as we go through the summer and then into the fall. So we don't always have enough time to dedicate it to, you know, the almost hour that we used to put out. Um, so we're going to focus on, you know, 30, 40 minutes, a little bit more concise. Um, but also, you know, there's vacations and commitments throughout the summer and into the fall that we probably can't ever show every single week. I'd love to be able to hit three out of the four Sundays of the month, um, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> so I started making the schedule and I'm like, all right, well, there's, you know, there's eight, eight divisions. So we want to cover one division on each show. So especially the way we're kind of narrowing the, our show topics, you know, it's right. going to be more concise here. So let's see. All right. We're going to have a show this week, this week, you know, going all the way through the summer. And I was like, okay, here's a good amount of shows into September. How many shows is that? And I cast them in there. It was only eight shows, <laughs> which means we have to start our NFL preview now. I don't think anyone will be disappointed like, in that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're like, fine. That's great. Let's do it. I don't think people will be disappointed in it. I, I'm it's, a little unfortunate that we have to start, but it seems just because training camps haven't even started. We don't know about injuries. Things could pop up that could completely change the outlook for these earlier divisions. But we can give a summary. Sure, we know, definitely that can. Last, that last um, but for this year, thankfully, unlike last year, we're going to get all the divisions in before the season starts. I know we had to put our um, predictions for the East divisions, which are the two biggest divisions in terms of our listeners. We have to actually put them out on our page before we did the discussion because we weren't going to get them done before week one. This year, that's not going to happen. We're going to do the NFC East last, and I believe that is Sunday, September 6th, because uh, the first game is our Thursday, September 10th. Uh, so our last show for the NFL preview part will be Sunday, September 6th. 
so between now and September 6th, we're only doing eight shows. That's because of vacations and other commitments and other things happening on Sundays. It's just the way it is. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. But because we're only focusing on one division per show, we're not really losing anything because before we did four shows, two divisions each show. Now we're doing eight shows, one division. So we'll be able to do it all. And we're going to start out west uh, and work our way towards the east coast. And um, tonight we're focusing on the AFC West. So that's our, our first uh, 2015 NFL preview is with uh, the, the Broncos, the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Chiefs. Yeah, and um, like Joey mentioned, I, you know, when we look at it, it's one thing to like skip over baseball just because uh, we, we, you know, it, there isn't a lot of big things happening or, you know, with our teams. But it's not just that. It's that our team is – on pace to be historically bad. Um, so I'm sure it will make reference in the shows uh, coming up, but in, in reality, um, there's just not a whole lot of time or need or desire <laughs> to drag out much conversation about the, the Phillies um, over the next few uh, months. And hopefully that doesn't repeat itself next year, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's just the way it is. That's the, what's going to happen. And that's uh you know, where we are, we're going to talk football and that's what we love. And that's what we want to talk about. So not going to stall anymore. We're going to just quickly say a happy Father's Day to everyone out there. Um, both of us celebrating today. And I know a lot of our listeners are. So for, uh, to my dad, I, I talked to you already, but again, happy Father's Day. And, uh, you know, we're fortunate to be able to do the show today, but it's uh, something we're passionate for. So we'd like to do it. And uh, again, to all the fathers out there, uh, I hope you had a, a wonderful day. Now, we're going to dive into uh, the NFL preview here in just a second. But again, this is a, an interactive show. We'd love to hear uh, your questions or opinions. There's a bunch of ways you can contact us, and Justin has that information for you. Uh, yeah, again, you know, especially in these, uh, these preview shows, we'd love to have your take or your questions on any of the teams or uh, division kind of questions. Um, you can use the May Sanders Shop hotline at 30-563-6297. Again, to call the show, 530-563-6297. You can also email the show uh, using the May Sanders Shop email inbox at jomaysandjraff at gmail.com. Again, jomaysandjraff at gmail.com. We're also all over social media, primarily Facebook and Twitter. Those are the best ways that you can interact with us online. Uh, we have a new website as well, jomazandjraf.com or simply jmnjr.com, and that will have all of the um, upcoming shows, the schedule, the archive shows, both video and audio, uh, and ways to contact us, including uh, an interesting way um, that involves actually calling us through your computer and leaving us a voicemail. So we haven't gotten to try that out yet, but if you go to our our website, jomazandjraf.com, and go to the contact page. You can see all that information on the plethora of ways that you can hit us up. All right, no more stalling. 2015 NFL preview in the end of June. Here we go. All right, we're starting <laughs> in the AFC West, um, again, with the Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, and Chargers. Last year, you know, the Broncos were kind of the heavy favorite to not only win the division, but also possibly represent the AFC the Super Bowl again, as they had done the year before. That didn't come to fruition, at least the long term, the one where they were the top dogs in the AFC. Uh, they did win the division, but they weren't the team that they were in 2013, that's for sure. No, and in reality, they weren't anywhere close. And uh, it did come out at, at the end that um, Peyton Manning had been playing with a fairly severe um, leg muscle injury uh, the last month or so of the season. Um, 
you know, a lot of people are like, well, you know, he uses his arms to throw, but um, a lot of times with Peyton Manning, especially, and especially at this point in his career, they always talk, his arm strength is not what it used to be. Um, and when that is the case, it's all the more important that you're using your legs um, in your throwing process. And he clearly wasn't able to do so. And that clearly affected his game even more. So he wasn't having, I mean, he was having a solid year. Don't get me wrong. And a lot of quarterbacks would take the numbers and things that he put up. Um, and the team did okay. I think um, the defense did not step up the way they had thought it would. No, they definitely thought they were going to have like a the strong big, like They went for the win now mentality, signed some big free agents and things in, in on the defensive side. And they were all in last year and they didn't get it done. They actually felt shorter than they did the year before. And that kind of left a lot of people with a lot of questions for the Broncos uh, moving forward. Then you look at some of the offseason stuff they did, and it kind of raises even more questions. Like they, they've lost, what, at least three of their linemen, you know, when it, the line wasn't – now you can look at that two different ways. A lot of people – well, actually – Addition by subtraction. Right. A lot of people say that the line wasn't that great. But when you look at it, Peyton Manning still got sacked like the fewest of, like, all the quarterbacks. Well, some of that's on the quarterback, some of that's on the line. You know, right. so, you know, it, it's tough to kind of figure out how that's going to play out. But either way, adding three new pieces to an offensive line for uh, 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 like basically a, a quarterback who is going to stay in the pocket. But at the other hand, he, he's going to get rid of it. You know, So he's going to get rid of it if um, the line isn't doing their job. But it, there are a lot of questions for, for the Broncos. And I think this, regardless of how this is going to go kind of you know, when we make our picks here in just a minute or two um, – we both agreed when we talked over oh, starting with AFC West, we're like, not as cut and dry as no. it has been the last few years. Right. Yeah, the last few years, you were kind of like, it's Broncos with, with Manning, what, what they were able to do, the turnaround that they had, their competitiveness, the talent that they've accumulated. It was, you know, Manning and the Broncos. Well, now John Fox is gone. <laughs> he's right. out in Denver. He's now in Chicago. They brought in Gary Kubiak, who was in Denver, you know, a decade or so ago before going to Houston and then Baltimore. Uh, most recently, he's the head coach. He's the guy now. Um, a lot of people think that they'll, because of the, the dwindling Manning arm strength, a lot of people think that they might lean heavily on C.J. Anderson and the oh. rebuilt offensive line and, and uh, you know, really about, use that zone blocking scheme. And how interesting, it, it's really an unknown if that's the case. If they get that going, and that zone, zone blocking scheme is known for producing big-time runners behind the line, you know, like yep. – um, you could see it when Kubiak played in Denver, like a, a, as a player, right? Like that was part of the whole, whole scheme. It did not matter. They, they had rushers and, and things like that come out of nowhere behind the zone blocking team. And that carried on with Shanahan, you know, and all, all those types of things. Um, it'll be interesting because if that's the case, you know, where they didn't get the bump last year on defense that we thought they might um, this year, if they're able to produce offensive stuff other than Peyton Manning, because let's be honest, the last few years, their entire offense has been Peyton Manning. If they have other offensive weapons that don't rely on him, so you can't count like Demarius Thomas and, and those other guys, Julius Thomas is gone, but right. can't count those other guys because they require Peyton Manning to get them the ball. But if they have other weapons on offense, being able to run the ball, that kind of changes the dynamic a little bit. And then you still have Peyton Manning back there, where now play action may work and, and things like that. I don't know what to think of it. It's just interesting. And for the first time, 
maybe since the year he sat out and he was a huge unknown coming back, are we in a spot where we really have no idea what to think of Peyton Manning? Yeah. Like, I think is we he are going to, is this going to be like, like Tiger Woods in golf where he just isn't getting it done? Right. Or is it going to be kind of like before where everyone wrote him off and he comes back stronger, not, not almost kind stronger, of stronger, like but Carson comes back. done now right. with the Cardinals. Right. Like what, what do we have? Because what is he like? 38? 39? 39, yeah, something like, like that. He's, he can't do for, it that For a professional longer. football player, even playing quarterback, he's I honestly there. thought last year might have been the last year. I, I don't see it going past this year. But I, I think it helps maybe that the expectations aren't as high. I think it helps maybe the coaching I think it, oh, my gosh, it's drastic. If they get a slightly a better play from their defense and they do get the ground game going, I, even if Peyton Manning isn't the Peyton Manning of three, two, three years ago. They won't need the They won't Manning need a Peyton Manning. Manning. Yeah, like. So I think uh, it's crazy that we're talking about if the other pieces are in place, can Peyton Manning be good enough? Right. And I still think even if he, even if he plays at sixty percent of what he has the last three years, that's good enough. Like that's good enough. If the other areas are better, and so we'll have to wait and see. Now I I started with the Broncos because I still do think that they are going to win that division. Um, I don't think it's as cut and dry as you mentioned when we started this discussion. I think the Broncos and Peyton Manning are – I think they can get to 10 wins. I think that wins the division this year. I think there will be some competitiveness from the Chiefs and the Chargers. I think the Raiders will probably be last once again. But I do – I give a slight edge to the Broncos just because – just because I don't know what to expect from the other two teams that we're going to talk about next. I think they'll be good, but I don't know if they'll be good enough to beat the Broncos. And if the Broncos are bad this year, they're done. Like, Yeah, they're is, blowing it up. They have to blow it up. it up. So Kubiak basically gets one year with Manning. And, and, you know, if they win it all, that's amazing. That's great. I think Manning's gone then anyway. So they're going to have to – pretty much this is one year, and things are going to be drastically different in 2016 in Denver. But I'll say Denver does squeak by to win the division at 10 and 6. Right. Now, I'm, I'm in the same boat. And actually, 10 wins is exactly where I was going to peg them to. Um, you know, I don't think they are as strong as they, they have been in the last few years. But like you said, I think expectations are going to be slightly lower. Uh, they're going to be uh, elsewhere. Like, I think – a lot of people, like you mentioned, we're going to talk about these teams in just a minute. A lot of people are going to expect bigger steps out of the Chargers and, and the Chiefs with, you know, the coaching changes that they had a couple of years ago removed now. So, you know, you're into that third season with those new coaches. Um, and you also have a couple other quarterbacks there, not quite as old, but certainly, you know, can't keep spinning the tires anymore. Like Kansas City, it, I think this year – is Alex Smith going to be your guy or not? That's going to be kind of determined this year. Um, Phil Rivers is clearly the guy in San Diego um, because they weren't able to get Marcus Mariota. But um, like many teams, he is not. You know, he's going into the last year of his contract. I believe and they didn't really they have all that really, because yeah, they if they move, which then there's also talk that they may have a stadium in San Diego. Now, there's all kinds of variables there. Um, but if they lose. Uh, Philip Rivers, either by trade or by him leaving. Um, it would be tough to trade him now. Um, but, you know, they have a huge unknown too, so this is kind of a big year for them. All those things aside, honestly, I think you have to look at I, – I still think Peyton Manning 
at 65 70% of what he was is still good enough for the Broncos to get 10 wins, which, like you said, I think is going to win this division. I don't think – it's not going to be runaway. They're not going to have it locked up by, like, by Thanksgiving like they have a few times. Um, but I think in the end, they, they come away with it. Who do you think – who's your second-place team? We'll, we'll go, go that way, let you pick who's two. I, and I'm throwing this at you because I haven't determined who's my two yet. Well, I know who my one and four are, but the two and three, I'm I, just trying to figure out who I want to put there. I, I'll just kind of talk through and, and kind of figure it out as I go here because I haven't decided either. When I look at it, I think San Diego has been on the rise the last few years. I, I like what they've done there. I think it's a great coaching fit for um, – for like the players they have and, and the offensive scheme and Philip Rivers, I, th- I think it works well. At the same time, I want Andy Reid and the Chiefs to do to do well. I don't know though. Like I feel like, um, you know, second year is always a little iffy for some. And I just, I mean, the the complete lack of offensive power that they have had last year was just mind blowing because I I know they had strong defenses at points at times when Andy Reid was in Philadelphia, but they were without injuries to be so inept on offense, especially in the passing game. Like I just, that blows my mind. Um, Don't really know what to think of it. So while I, my rooting interests will be for Kansas city to do it. I honestly think I have to, I'm going to go with San Diego. I'm going to go with San Diego getting second and, it is, I think San Diego is slightly better offensively than the Chiefs are. I think the Chiefs may, and again, health is a huge issue here. Maybe, I don't want to say slightly, they, they would be better than the, the Chargers on defense. But I think anymore, I, again, the same reason I went with the Peyton Manning over the other two, at this point, and I hate to say it because I'm not a Philip Rivers fan at all, <laughs> I'm going to go with Philip Rivers with the coaching scenario he has. Like I, I like what I've seen from him most of the time. I think Philip Rivers, and he also could be playing for his last contract. You know, he he could be playing for a contract yeah. this year. I think Philip Rivers over Alex Smith, and not because I don't like Alex Smith, and not because I don't like Andy Reid, but they really underwhelmed me last year, not yeah, yesterday. Definitely, not, I, not co- completely independent from yesterday, but last year. <laughs> I, I'm I'm in complete, total, 100% agreement. Um, when when I started thinking about this, I was like, well, I'm going to go Chargers because, like you said, they've kind of been on the rise. They were under the radar, starting to play a little bit better. You know, pushing for the playoffs the last two years. And then I was like, well, I don't know what you know what's going to happen with Rivers. What's going to happen with Weddle? What's going on? Like. I just I don't know if they have have it to push them as much. So maybe I maybe I favor the Chiefs. Then I look at the Chiefs and I'm like, well, what do they have? They they their wide receiver hasn't scored a no wide receivers for the Chiefs have scored a touchdown in Jeremy like, Macklin like two is years. their best wide by by far their best wide receiver. They just signed him. They just signed him. Removed from and they Alex there. Smith as their right quarterback. Like now I know Alex Smith has been very good at times, but. And part of this, people think Dwayne Bowe may be overrated, but some people are like, well, Dwayne Bowe also played in Kansas City, so maybe right. the problem's Kansas City, maybe the problem's Dwayne Bowe. <laughs> We're going to establish that this year. The Chiefs, I think, have – if 
if more things go right or less things go bad, fewer things go bad for them, I think the Chiefs have a higher ceiling than the Chargers. I would agree. I, think, I would absolutely agree. Because Alex Smith is one of those, and people hate the terms, the game manager that can get it done. He's probably not going to cost you, but he's not going to pull one out either. If you get a strong um, line with a great running game with Jamal Charles who stays healthy, you add in Macklin now to re- kind of replace Dwayne Bowe, but, you know, he's a little bit more of a different type of wide receiver. And if the defense can be stellar, you know, everyone come back, everyone on the same page, if they actually can get Eric Berry back from cancer treatment and he's healthy enough to play. And um, Justin Houston shows up depending on his contract situation and none of the other uh, defensive uh, stalwarts like Tom Bahali get injured or miss time or lose a step. You know, you essentially, you need the 2000 Ravens. That's what everyone that doesn't have that prime quarterback is always trying to emulate. You have to have an incredible defense, a great running game, great special teams, and then a quarterback that doesn't make mistakes. That can be the Chiefs. And while I wouldn't say I favor them for the Super Bowl, I would say that they might possibly have the better chance of pushing the Broncos uh, for the division right. if and more things go right. right. But then I'm like, that's so many ifs. I have to favor the Chargers. That's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm like, if I have to pick one of these teams to beat the Broncos, I might pick the Chiefs. However, um, you know, I just think, like you said, there are a lot of things that have to fall in place, and that's generally not how it works in the NFL. Usually it falls the other way. When all these things are falling apart, what, what is left? And in reality, I feel that the Chargers are better suited for that. When, yeah. all, thing, when all other things fail, which one's going to be better? Between those two, I'm going to have to go with San Diego. I, and I'm going to go with the Chargers at 9-7. and seven. I can't decide if I want the Chiefs at 9-7 and seven with the Chargers getting the tiebreaker or if I want the Chiefs at 8-8. Eight and eight. Just so we don't have to go into tiebreakers, I think I'll say nine wins for the Chargers, eight wins for the Chiefs. Okay, I agree. So you have 10, 9, and 8, which I think any of the three could win the division, but I think the more likely finishing spots for them are Broncos, Chargers, Chiefs, with the Chiefs the more likely to beat the Broncos. That would make for an exciting last two weeks. Oh, absolutely. That would mean it's coming down to the last couple weeks. Right. And and obviously this leaves us at the same spot for number four in this division, which is going to be the Raiders. And honestly, I don't think that they're going to be the walkover that they have been. I think they're – how long have we been saying this, though? I think they're headed in right, the right I think direction. They could. Right. Um, I think they may have found their quarterback. I, I don't know. We'll wait and see. Um, can they protect him and give him some weapons this year? We'll see. Um, could they win some division games this year? You know, could they knock off the Chiefs? You know, I don't know that they win in Kansas City, but could they win in Oakland? Quite possibly. Right. Um, could they beat San Diego when they come up to Oakland? Quite possibly. You know, like, if they can get some things going for them, you know, who knows? But at the same time, you know, it's still like they're they're still a step below these other teams, in yeah. my opinion. We get Chargers-Raiders on Christmas Eve. That's the only AFC West matchup in Week 16. But in Week 17, Chargers at Broncos. That's a huge that could game. be for that the division. A huge game. Now Raiders at Chiefs as well. So could the be, Raiders surprise. Could be the last regular season game. Could be. Like it's at home. It's at mile high. So that's a good good sign for him. Uh, but yeah. So um, schedule could set up nicely. There's a couple of great games on the docket in Week 17. Uh, but for the AFC West Chargers at Broncos, that's definitely a big one. But yeah, the Raiders. You know, we've been saying we don't think they're terrible. A good piece here and there. They could build it up, blah, blah, blah. But Now, they have some defensive pieces that they've put in place the last couple of years. Yeah, but yeah, like Khalil Mack is a great player, great young <laughs> player. Um, I was kind of surprised they passed on Leonard Williams in the yeah. draft. I thought they wanted him bad. 
Um, but apparently not. Well, look at last year league rankings. I talked about how they had a better offense last year. They were still ranked 32nd on offense right. last year. Like, and that, that's an improvement. I think everyone would agree that they improved on offense last year, which is crazy because statistically they were probably worse. To be 32nd, I doubt they were the last in the league the last two years because I would imagine the Jaguars were probably the worst in the league the year before. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, but just unbelievable. I just, I just don't see enough progress from them to think. Oh, they're really going to they're yeah. really going to challenge. Like I just. I don't. I, you do have Moxie at the backup quarterback. They, they do have him. Remember when he played a few games a few years ago? He was crazy. <laughs> um, you know, they just – I don't know. There's just nothing to like about the Raiders. They've also been rumored to possibly be moving to Los Angeles. So, two of the four teams we're talking right. about, possible relocation. Who knows if that will ever happen. But the Raiders, once again, you know, they they couldn't score to save their life. You know, right. 31st in points, not even 16 total points on average in, in their 16 games. Uh, they they couldn't run the ball. That was that's a gonna, huge gonna make it tough. That's going to make it tough. To, yeah, when you can't run the ball and you can't pass the ball, um, that makes it really tough. Right. <laughs> but yeah, when you can't run, you can't pass, you You're don't get yardage, you don't score, uh, things are going to get bad quickly. And, and that's uh, what happened for the uh, the Raiders last year. And I, don't, I honestly I just don't see it getting any better uh, this season. Do I think they're a two and fourteen squad? No. Do I think that they're worse in the league? I'll say no, but you know I haven't looked at the other twenty eight teams. You know the, the ones that come to mind are always going to be the Jaguars, but I actually think that they'll be better this year. I agree. Um, the, I guess a lot of people say the Titans. Maybe they'll be awful this year. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think I can single anyone out in the AFC North or the NFC North. I don't think any of those teams are two or three win teams. But I'm not sure I think the Raiders are either. So maybe this year we won't have any, you know, 13, if, 14, 15 what win teams. What if four wins gets you the worst record in the I in think the it's, it's happened before. But I, I think the Raiders could be a five-win team. They could steal a win or two in, in the West. five-win team that ends up drafting like fifth or sixth yeah. instead of number same, one. Same, same thing as always. <laughs> um, you know, but they added a playmaker, a wide receiver, and Amari Cooper. So that will help the young quarterback. Yeah. That's the thing. If Derek Carr takes a huge step, the Raiders could challenge uh, the Chiefs and Chargers, in, in our opinion, right. to be, so the, you know, if, second if or third. If he takes a position. huge step, they could easily, not easily, but they could be at like seven or eight wins, and that puts right. them right in the mix. Right. Yeah, if you get the If you wins, win a couple of division games, those are two-game swings. We yeah. talk about it all the time. I would love to see a division when you're all four teams, eight and eight. It almost happened. Remember when we yeah, thought it might happen the other team right? a few years ago. Yeah. It didn't, but. All right, so. So yeah, Raiders. I'll, I'll say I'll say five wins just to throw it out there. So I have ten, yeah. nine, eight, and then five Raiders last. So Broncos, Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders, and we're in complete agreement in the first preview. Yeah, surprise, surprise, um, surprise. Well, which is it is kind of funny because when we both are like, yeah, it's not as cut and dry as we thought it would be, and it wasn't, but we still ended up with them exactly the same. Yeah, and it probably actually. Uh, might be exactly the way I had them last year, too, because I think I had Broncos, Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders, and that's what I'm going with this year. Yep. And I know that's probably crazy because there's always that stat out there that more often than not, 50% of the playoff teams don't return the next year. But I, I know I just don't see huge drop-offs or huge gains by any of those teams in that division. I agree. And, again, I, I – checked again in 2016. A year from now, things might be completely different. Right. If Rivers is gone and Manning is gone I, and Carr's yeah. entering his third year, maybe he had a great sophomore season. The, the best two different. quarterbacks 
could be out of this division next year. The best two quarterbacks in this division might be not gone. be there for the 2016 season. And just it's quarterback play, and look the way we have it ranked. Entering this year, How? the three quarterbacks that you would take in order are Manning, Rivers, Smith, and Carr. I, I think know. that's what I would, right. I would right. take that. I, I agree. I agree. And when when you look at this, it's funny. Um, Mike and Mike, they used to do this for their playoff matchups a lot of times. They would do this. They'd well, break it down. They'd, be like, they'd break it down. Quarterback, defense, offense, like coach or something like that. Like, And they would just break it down. Which team do you favor quarterback? Yeah, and it's funny because when we do our league predictions here uh, by division, a lot of times it's gonna, there's a strong correlation between quarterback and – You've got the play. quarterback, you got the edge. Right. It's probably twofold. You probably get every other position, one-on-one, who, or you got the edge. If you have the quarterback, even if it's a close one, you take that quarterback, that's two check marks yeah. on your side. It's just the way it is. Just, and the, the Cowboys will probably find that out this year, not to jump ahead to September – but they have an incredible offensive line, probably a running back that you can plug in as much as DeMarco Murray doesn't want to hear it. If Romo drops off, it doesn't matter how great their line's going to be. If you're not don't have the quarterback running the way it should be. And I'm not saying that's going to happen. That's just an example yeah, no, no, that comes no. into my head because their offensive line could be historically great this year. Right. And they're going to, it's going to be tested. Like, you know, like you said, um, because they, they're going to need to play well because uh, Des Bryant may not decide to play this year. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that wraps up everything for this show. Um, just want to say once again, happy Father's Day to uh, all the fathers out there. Uh, check out our new website again, JoeMaysAndJRap.com. Uh, any shout-outs from you? Um, no, not off the top of my head. I can't think of anything. We will be back next week, June 28th at 6.30. We'll be finishing up the West Coast Division with the NFC West. A lot of changes there, primarily for the 49ers. And are the Seahawks going to be come out on top win that division again and you know, are they the odds-on favorite not only to represent the NFC for the third straight year, but could they go back to the Super Bowl for a third straight year um, and take home their second title in three years? Um, find out all that next weekend. Yeah, we'll talk about the Cardinals and Rams, too, because uh, they're both trending up as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it should be an interesting division, an interesting year in the NFC West. So thanks for joining us. That wraps up the 178th episode of the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. We hope you tune in every Sunday evening at 6.30 for our take on sports. Until next time, I'm J-Raff. And I'm Joe Mays. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. Don't forget, you can download each episode of the show from the podcast section of the iTunes Store. We'll see you next time, and thanks again for listening. Thank <laughs> you.